about to start so pop those headphones in and let Sophia style radio to keep you company. Welcome to Burbage Village Community Radio. Join Tracy and Nat for a cover and a chat every Thursday at 6pm. part of Burbage Village Community Radio. Share news, stories and new ideas by emailing us on hello at safirandi.co.uk. Find out more about our station and the team behind it by checking out our website, all the w's, safirandi.co.uk. And to hear all of our past episodes on our podcast, Tune in on Spotify, search Sophia Style Radio. Hi, you're listening to A Copper and a Chat with Tracy and Nat. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk, search under our playlists and artists. Sail away into the great escape, don't need bricks running water, don't need any slate. As long as I'm with you We'll keep the sun in the sky And a hot balloon love Friends with all the smiles And faith from above As long as I'm with you Anywhere is home Anywhere is home Home. 
like a bipolar hop and wear our hearts on our sleeve. Round through the rain, we've got everything we need. A life free of worry will always be happy as long as I'm with you. Anywhere is hard. And welcome to the show, our second show of the Burbage Village Community Radio. Woo-hoo. Oh yes, woo-woo. I feel like we we did that last time. We just woo. I, I think my thing is woo. Always, life is just a big woo. Life is enjoy it. Woo-hoo. Absolutely. But um, uh, yeah, I just wanted to um, give a little shout out to Rachel Clark, you babe. Thank you one for getting on um, last week and uh, listening to our radio station, our first one but also being a babe and commenting and, and telling us that it was a, a great show. So thank you so much for listening. It means thank you. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I have more listeners. If you listen to the show, just give us a comment on our page. Oh, yeah, of course, for sure. But you know what? And let I us know that you tuned on in. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, it'd be really nice to hear from everybody. So do comment on our Facebook page. And this week, coming up today, we have got an interview with um, Little Souls Wildlife Rescue Centre. Um, so that's a good one to listen to. So stay tuned for that. But before that, um, yeah, so Nat, what's, what's been going on in your, what's on in your week, Nat? Uh, well, this week I amazingly bought a new card game, which sounds really boring, actually. But no, it's been really exciting. It wasn't for me. Uh, it was for my eldest son. Can I just uh, stop you there, Nat? Yeah. Last week you told us that you were excited about buying a fridge, my darling. And now <laughs> you're saying that you're really excited about a card game. So I'm just going to tell everyone. This is my life. You are a really exciting um, and interesting <laughs> individual, just in case they get the wrong impression. No, I'm joking. You tell us about your card game. Go, go, go. No, this is just <laughs> my life. Don't even, uh, I'm not even building myself up. Come on, live it. This is my life. Um, <laughs> this card game, no, it's really amazing. We like to go out on walks, go to places. Um, and this card game is called Go Find It. And basically, it has lots of vocabulary on. So smooth, rough, well, it has stinky. That was Holton's favourite, actually. He loved the <laughs> finding things that were smelly and then proceeded to show me his stinky feet. But yeah, so basically, you take these cards out with you and whatever environment you're in, send your kid off to find something that matches what is said on the card. And I'm just, I think it's brilliant. Although that's me as a teacher and a mom Boost their vocabulary. Woohoo! Yeah, no, I think that sounds like a really nice idea. I think Patrick would really like that. How did you get hold of those? I literally bought them off Amazon. I don't even know how I came about it. I think it was an advert on Facebook that I saw. And I was like, oh, let's check out that game. That looks good. And so is that, um, is that not linked to, it's not linked to that you said that there was something going on in June, didn't you? Is it the oh, wild... yeah. See, well, for us, we are taking part in the Wildlife Trust 30 yeah. Days Wild. And so that's part of why I've also bought these. Sorry, it does sound a little bit more exciting, doesn't it? Uh, 30 Days Wild, basically yes. every day of June, 
you do something wild every day and I don't mean just go off the rails and go crazy it means get out in nature and do something fun so you might go and do something simple like cloud watching but then you might go bug hunting or and there's lots of lovely ideas and it's all for the well the wildlife trust um, and it's wonderful and if you sign up they give you a pack of stuff um, but yeah we, we've been doing things like that so that's why I bought this game uh, to help us get out and be wild for June. Awesome. Um, that links very well to our show for today, doesn't it? it in does. terms of um, the Wildlife Rescue Centre. But I think that's a really good point as well, because I think sometimes you can worry too much about doing big, grand things with your kids mm -hmm. and you and think that you have to go out and spend lots of money and go to this place and that place and whatever. And actually being reminded of, oh, actually I could go out on a nice day and lie down in a park and see what shapes we can see in the clouds and things. Yeah. And they just love it, don't they? They love that kind of thing. Yeah, so. I mean, my favourite memories from last year, we, we took out um, just a simple kite. Actually, we made a kite and he ran up and down the garden and he just thought it was amazing. So things like that, just simple things. And then we look at flowers and we've been making potions with flowers as well this week as part of it. But yeah, just nice, fun little activities that just get the electronics switched off yeah. and get you back into being nature and wild. Yeah, Not off that's the rails, nice. although sometimes you feel like going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really nice, that is. And the weather's been nice enough for it as well, hasn't it? So, Definitely. Um, yeah, get outside. Yeah. Um, What's been on in your week? Okay. I talked last week about going down to Somerset, didn't I? And we actually have done that now so we've gone on holiday i don't know if was i should it nice well yeah it was we we had the like linking to being outside we had the best day on the beach like it was a, it was just so awesome and the kids just phoebe i've realized has got this thing where apparently phoebe can't be on a beach without being naked so as soon as she, like literally that girl is like as soon as her feet hit the sand it's like she cannot have clothes on anymore it's ridiculous i thought it was just a one-off thing can we just thing. say phoebe is your child oh yeah <laughs> yeah just in case you've got yeah She's only two. the first time yeah phoebe's two so it is so acceptable and it's great as well isn't it like you sort of adam was a bit like get some clothes on that girl but i was like look you know, there's going to be a time in her life where she can't do that. It won't be all she could, but it wouldn't yeah. be as socially acceptable. So just let her go. But then, of course, it was really hot. So I was like constantly spraying her with sun lotion. But um, yeah, so we had the best time. Like it was such a lovely location. Yeah. So we had a great time, but the accommodation was awful. Um, so yeah, that was my holiday. And then I've just had a week of like busy, 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 busy really at work with um, teacher assessed grades. Yeah, it's just my life at the moment. Um, and now I'm self-isolating. So <laughs> <laughs> and we, we should add that we don't also do this in the same room. So you are still adhering oh, to covid restrictions yes oh well done yes for anyone that's listening oh naughty tracy no i'm 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 doing yes we are in separate we're on zoom the power of technology um so yeah how life has changed i know right so that's yeah so that's our weeks then that's again i think it's fairly interesting and eventful yeah yours much more eventful than mine although <laughs> and also because i went on a ridiculous budget holiday and just shouldn't i should have just spent more money <laughs> and not have been cheap <laughs> you get what you pay for listeners you get what you pay for <laughs> you went away 
I stayed in Burbage. <laughs> well, you're better <laughs> off. <laughs> got a nice area this um okay so so what what are we doing so what actually talking about Burbage slash Hinkley and the local area because mm-hmm. we are your Burbage village community radio um what's going on in the local area <laughs> Natalie uh well for June there's just a couple of things that I know are coming up um I know that on the 26th of June there's armed forces day in uh, Argent's Mead Hinkley, which is from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. The service will begin at around 11 a.m. and it will be led by Reverend Gary Weston from the bandstand in Argent's Mead. There is a parade that leaves just outside Jasper's on Castle Street, I believe, at 10.45. So that is nice. for Armed Forces Day, a nice parade and um, service for that and then on the 26th and 27th of June it looks like Desford Open Gardens have got an event on it's five pounds to cover both days there's plants crafts refreshments children's trail there is a number as well so if you want that number I can find that out for you um, for you to contact for more information and then also that weekend 26th and 27th of June the Garrison Medieval Archery Bosworth Medieval Festival is on at the Bosworth Heritage Centre and Country Park in Sutton Cheney £2 entry 10am till 4pm under threes are free and that is very kind of immersive experience from what I understand there's like a battlefield camp and you can look at how arrow shafts were fletched and what leather goods were made to equip an archer uh, and be part of that camp, which sounds very exciting. I may have to go and check that out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that. That, that, Well, they all sound really good, actually, Mm -hmm. but that last one sort of piqued my interest a little bit there. Good. So definitely things to go go and do um, over the coming, um, the next few weeks. We should say as well, shouldn't we, that if anyone has an event or anything um, coming up, and they want us to um, talk about it because it's hard. It is hard, isn't it? To sort of, I don't know if you're like this, but I, I'm definitely as a parent, you sort of see things and you have them in your head and then it just, it goes right. And you forget about stuff. And then like some weekends you've got loads on other weekends. You're like, Oh, what can we do? I've planned loads of events and it's always, I've missed the date. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go here this weekend. I know that was, last weekend yeah I'm exactly the same so yeah it might be a nice place for people to sort of check in and um listen out to what's coming up next so yeah do let us know if you if you know of a local event or if you're running one or uh yeah holding one so yeah just let us know and I guess with the sun coming out more and more and as sort of entering more into summer um it does fit our theme for this week doesn't it of just being yeah. outdoors doing stuff getting out in nature definitely definitely tell us if you've got stuff going on now um are before we just get into our interview seeing as it is nature outdoorsy themed should we maybe share some outdoorsy places that we enjoy going to oh yes let's do i feel like i haven't done very many this year but during lockdown last year we were just out and about yeah in, in nature we were trying to try a different country park um, that we hadn't visited before um, pretty much every weekend some of our favorite actually I grew up around here and I'd never been was um, Hartsill Hayes Country Park I'd never been growing up no. and took the kids last year absolutely beautiful place we were looking for the Gruffalo finding trolls 
Holton got locked in a tree cage that had been made by trolls. Oh. It was wonderful. The other place that we tried that we thought was beautiful was uh, Wrighton Pools. They've got some lovely play parks for kids, which I really enjoyed. But there's a load on my list that I want to try. What about you, Tracy? Yeah, I, I like, I'm like you. I really like those ones that um, have playgrounds and things is really good mm. but um also just ones that have like wooded areas and then open areas sense valley's very good um in ibstock um that's a good one because it has big open water as well um but there's also little um like rock pooly type bit so in the summer you can go take your shoes off and have a little bit of a paddle mm. um did that with paddy and phoebe yeah we've done that a few times but I think we definitely went last summer and you've got the ducks there and the swans and everything yeah. Foss Meadows is really good for because I love the outdoor stuff that they've got there like it's like play equipment well they have got the play area as well but even when you go walking there's other things that the kids can mm. climb over and um get all the like the wooden stuff um so I think that's really really good and they've got that big forest bit at the back where we always play like the Gruffalo game and things like that one um, other place that we loved that we haven't been for a while actually was Brandon Marsh and that's oh, part of the that. Wildlife Trust and they at the moment I don't know if they've got events but usually as part of the 30 Days Wild um, the Wildlife Trust will have events on and I know they'll have like the big wild weekend which I think is coming up this year and so Brandon Marsh might have that and I know there's some in Leicestershire as well that will have certain events yeah I have to check that one out I've not been to that one um but yeah if you if you're listening and you know of anywhere local like that that's a really good outdoorsy wildlife natural place to go um and enjoy um for walks and so on then just let us know drop it on our on our Facebook page and we will mention it next week as well because with the weather coming out it's nice to sort of try new places isn't it we invite you to be a part of Burbage Village Community Radio. Share news, stories and new ideas by emailing us on hello at safirandi.co.uk. Find out more about our station and the team behind it by checking out our website all the W's, safirandi.co.uk. And to hear all of our past episodes on our podcast, tune in on Spotify, search Sophia Style Radio. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk. Search under our playlists and artists.
with positive and inspirational rhymes. Focusing on what you desire helps you fight like fire on fire. Taking that step when you're most afraid, pennies are lost, but fortunes are made. Follow that dream, never give in. The harder you work, the more you'll win. Let me fly free, free from it all. I can hear the clouds, it's my name they call. I need to escape, feel the air beneath my wings. The wind is calling, my name she sings. To be the person you want to be, let go of the person you currently see. See the person you want to be, forget the past, let yourself free. For more poetry, please visit www kellythepoet.com Let your day sparkle with positive and inspirational rhymes. Roy, is it interview time? Definitely. I absolutely love this interview. Learned so much from... Yeah. Little Souls Wildlife Rescue, absolutely amazing. For our show today, we are joined by Kay and Andy from Little Souls Wildlife Rescue. Thank you for joining us today. We want to just find out a bit more about the rescue. Brilliant, thanks guys. And I think it's really important actually, before we get started to um, let our listeners know that there is a pet sparrow with you for this interview, isn't there? <laughs> There is. You'll probably hear her quite loudly, yeah. Yeah, so if you hear something that sounds like a bird, it's a bird. <laughs> Which I think is really apt, so I'm glad you brought your sparrow along today. Right, so the first question then is, um, how long have you been running the rescue and what exactly is it that you do? It's been nearly a year. 
it's been an eventful year. It's getting more and more busy. We take in all types of wildlife. We don't specialise in any specific species. A lot of what we take in is birds at the moment. It's baby bird season. A uh, little peep here that you can probably hear was a one-day-old chick when we took her in. Um, I think she's going to be with us for a long time because she's just too friendly to release. But generally, the idea is just get everything ready for release, um, get it healthy and get it back to the wild where it belongs. Sadly, that's not always possible, but we do our best wherever we can. So what was it that made you decide to set up the rescue? In the first lockdown, a friend of mine bought us an injured pigeon because uh, she knew we we're animal lovers. And our 10-year-old autistic daughter really reacted well and it brought her a lot of comfort. That's how it started. She got involved. She loved helping out with the animals. We did it as a bit of home education. We learned about rehabbing and um, it went from there, really. And now we've uh, we've become quite well known and people come from all over the place to bring us squirrels and birds and all sorts of random animals. I was saying, I bet that that was a really good use of lockdown during COVID, wasn't it? To learn about all of these animals and rehabilitating and then obviously more people bringing them to you, so learning about more animals, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been great. Um, we do team up with other rescues like Burbage Squirrel Sanctuary. She's our squirrel expert. We've got um, Tash from Coo Coventry, who's a pigeon expert. But then there's Debbie from Barnacles, uh, who is hedgehog rescue. And we've also got a local bat expert because we've had several bats in as well. It's about teaming up with people to get the best possible care for as many species as we can. And it's a lot easier when it's shared between various rescues. That's amazing. So you sort of you have a proper sort of community and network going on, don't you? Which is Absolutely. Yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned you were animal lovers, which obviously um, helped get this rescue started. Is that linked at all to anything that you were doing before you started the rescue? Or was it just a completely different thing to anything you were doing beforehand? I'd say it's completely different. The only thing that's the same is we have cats and they quite often bring in birds and mice. And we sort of started by patching up the things that our cats bought in so uh, that but it's it's all it was all new really <laughs> so what can our listeners do as fellow animal lovers if they find an injured animal what could they do to help you out the main thing is to keep it warm don't try to feed or give water because quite often it it can cause more problems then it does good. Uh, uh, people have best intentions, but if it's just kept warm until you can get it to someone that knows the correct way to feed it, especially some birds, it's very easy to try and give them water and then they, they just sort of slowly suffocate from it. It's the same with squirrels. So the main thing is keep it warm, hot water bottle, somewhere dark and quiet, and just try and get in touch with a rehabber either ourselves or someone else if there's someone local so are you okay to actually take the animal from where it is like is that okay like you, you mentioned taking it to a sort of a dark place or is it best to try and keep it warm where it is 
It depends on the circumstances. Things like a baby squirrel, you need to monitor it, to pop it in a box under the tree or wherever it was found and monitor to see if the parent is coming back. This time of year, there's a lot of fledglings, which sometimes they can spend up to a week on the ground, which it, it can be unnerving for people, but it's actually part of what they do when they're learning to fly. And if you then take them away from their parent, it can do far more harm than good because their best chance is in nature with their parents. It, it depends on the circumstances. Generally, monitor to see what the situation is. If it's a fledgling, the parent will still be coming down to feed it. If it's injured in any way, then it does need to be taken in. Is that obvious to tell the difference? I know that might sound a stupid thing to say, but you know, how would I know if it's a fledgling versus something that's maybe injured? Uh, a fledgling would generally have its parent swooping down to feed it. Uh, if you stand back for a while, if you're right there, then they're not going to come down. But if you sort of stand back and observe from a distance, uh, it's really, it's really important to do that before taking any action. Also, uh, fledglings tend to have what we call chick fluff. Within the, they've usually got their normal plumage by the time that they try to fly, but they've also got like some scruffy bits uh, poking out, usually yellowy orange. Um, it's what they develop first as um, camouflage in the nest. Then that's uh, showing that it's not a full adult and it is a fledgling and it is trying to fly. Top tip. Awesome. Yeah, so what is the strangest or oddest rescue that you have <laughs> ever done? <laughs> I think there's one very obvious one, which was a weasel in a bathroom. That... <laughs> <laughs> How did that come about? <laughs> yeah. We don't really know. Um, it was in kind of a, a new build area. And it was nine o'clock on a Sunday that we got a phone call and we thought, really, a weasel? It was. Um, we think that the lady had gone out shopping, left the door open and it had run in the house because she first spotted it on the landing and then run into her bathroom and decided to get under the bath. So, um, yeah, that was an awkward one. <laughs> but we did get it, and it was released back to the wild, somewhere a little bit further away from uh, houses. <laughs> On a very sneaky weasel indeed. Very sneaky. <laughs> Trying to get in a house. <laughs> Thank you. So, linked to that, where if somebody has got a situation like that so I've got a weasel in my bathroom or I found a bird <laughs> an injured bird what do how do I get in touch with you guys like what what do I do either our Facebook page where we can be messaged or the phone number is out there on Google if we don't answer the phone straight away it's because we're dealing with whatever else is going on at the moment as well as our family life we're quite busy but if people send us a message, we'll always get back to them as soon as we can. As we've been getting more and more popular and more people are following us and liking what we're doing, we're getting more and more donations. So we're having to put in less ourselves. We've um, recently had a Facebook page that does raffles and they've been fundraising for us. So they raffle off prizes and send us and other 
non-profits, the money that they raise, they share it out. And we've also had a young girl in Burbage called Isla who had a cake sale and raised over 200 pounds for us, which was absolutely incredible. We were so impressed. We're actually going to go into their school and do a wildlife talk. And that's another service we're hoping to offer to any school that's interested that we will go in, maybe take birds like Peep here or, or, or maybe a magpie, <laughs> whatever else we've got in that's uh, suitable to speak to the children about wildlife, how to help them and what to do if you find an animal or a bird in need. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's amazing. So, so That's you awesome. like take on donations yeah. of money from people in the open. Is there anything else that people could, could donate to you? We've got an Amazon wish list and anything that we desperately need at the moment, we put on there because not everyone wants to donate money. They want to know exactly where it's going. And we understand that. And so the wish list makes it so they can donate specific items to, to help the wildlife that we have in the rescue. And how can you access that, Kay? It's on You're our right. Facebook page. The link to it is in the About section on our Facebook page. Perfect. And just to clarify, it's Little Souls Wildlife Rescue, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Perfect. So if anyone wants to search it after they've listened to the show, um, yeah, type Little Souls Wildlife Rescue into Facebook. And yeah, yeah. If, I suppose any donations or anything from your Amazon wish list is really appreciated, hey? It really, really helps us to keep the rescue going. And it's helped us build the new enclosures at uh, Burbage Wildlife Sanctuary. And they are really, really helping us to take in a lot more animals because we have like a hospital unit in our garden. We were getting to capacity, but these new places that we're building, we can keep a lot, lot more animals in there and we can train them to fly. And then it's also a suitable place to soft release at, uh, most birds. So is that a specific site that you have? That's down in Burbage. Yeah, it's a, a almost secret site where the uh, Burbage Squirrel Sanctuary is and we have enclosures there as well now. If people want to encourage wildlife and support wildlife in their gardens, what advice would you give to look after the wildlife? There's a lot of ways. A lot of people know about bird feeding tables. It's also handy to vary that feed to get lots of different birds coming in. You can buy dried mealworms, which are great for a lot of the songbirds. So you get your, your blackbirds and you get your small sparrows and finches coming in for those. Also, you can use cut up little pieces of vegetable. So finely chopped vegetable, bits of cabbage and things like that little bit of cat food out for them they love that the hedgehogs and well hedgehogs love also love uh, cat food so little bits of cat food down and you'll get the the crows the magpies jays and you'll get the hedgehogs as well and a hedgehog house uh, is really important if you want a hog in your garden you need a little house for it a nice little shelter that it's safe and secure in yeah, and if you want squirrels, avocado, they love it. <laughs> oh, really? For the hedgehogs, <laughs> is there anything specific for their houses that people need to, like, build? You need to make sure, and um, there's some sort of woven ones, but their spines can get caught in those. So it's best to have something that's sort of solid wood, really, so they can't get entangled in it. 
Um, but just somewhere quiet under a bush or at the end of the garden, uh, and they'll be they'll be quite happy there. If a hedgehog doesn't initially settle in it, move it to a slightly different spot and see how that goes and put some cat food down. One thing we're going to ask our listeners is for them to um, join in and say um, anywhere in the local area that they like going in terms of good wildlife spots, good nature spots. So actually, I thought it'd be nice to get your um, take on this. Where in the local area do you think is a really good place to go to sort of really enjoy wildlife or to really sort of just be in nature? There are a couple of spots that I prefer. There's um, Burbage Woods. So you see so many different varieties of bird there and it's amazing. And there's also Foss Meadow. Uh, that has quite a mix of wildlife there. It's a really lovely place. And over in uh, Rugby, it's really hidden and it goes right through the middle of Rugby and that's a great central way. That used to be the great central railway line that is now all left to nature. Uh, and it's well kept and you get absolutely hundreds of birds, rabbits, badgers, all sorts of things down there. It runs straight through the middle of town. Canal as well. Uh, go down to a canal and there's always wildlife by the canals. It's a, it's a favourite place to go as well. Brilliant. Well, I think, Nat, is that it? I think, have we asked everything we want of these wonderful people? Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Um, guys. You know, I've, yeah, thank you so much. And I've learned, I've learned so much. And I actually feel like I could maybe confidently, more confidently see um, an injured animal or a fledgling and, and, and know what to do, which is really nice, actually. So um, thank you so much. It's wonderful to meet you both. to be a part of Burbage Village Community Radio. Share news, stories and new ideas by emailing us on hello at safirani.co.uk. Find out more about our station and the team behind it by checking out our website, all the w's, safirani.co.uk. And to hear all of our past episodes on our podcast, Tune in on Spotify, search Sophia Style Radio. Um, that's the end of our second show. Nat, we're on, we're at the end of our second show. How has it got to this point? It's exciting. Um, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, we've just, just kind of done it, haven't we? It's marvellous. That is an absolutely amazing interview from Little Souls Wildlife Rescue. Uh, some really good tips on how to care for the wildlife and get support if you find any injured animals. Tracy, what did you take from that interview? Yeah, I've, I definitely learned a lot there for sure. Like, I think I would definitely be one of those people that do what they're not supposed to do and just go and help because you sort of see a little bird, don't you? And you think, oh, um, go and help and do stuff. But actually that advice of standing back, watching first, observing, um, their parent will probably be around and, and come and help, I think is um, is good advice and I, something I didn't really know. So that's good. And 
loved the little weasel story. Who knew weasels were so sneaky? Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> sneaky weasel. Um, okay, on that sneaky weasel front, it's the end of our show. Is it? It is. It is. Um, We will pop any information about Little Souls Wildlife Rescue onto our Facebook page so that everybody has the information and the number to access if they need any help and advice. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll also drop some info about our next week's show as well. So if you want to get involved, if you want to comment about it, if you want to just say hi, do so. And we will give you a shout on the radio. Bye, guys. Bye. Hi, you're listening to A Cuppa and a Chat with Crazy and Nat. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 